Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Coaching pandemonium. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, fellow commoners, as we both hate litter bugs coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and uproariously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the lock, the gridlock of the overnight radio dial, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the great wait is over. Our lead this hour coming from the transaction wire. After weeks of speculation and very little action, we have movement. Woo! Yeah, coaching carousel. Round and round and round and round. And when it stops, go! Well, it has stopped for multiple teams. If you have not heard yet, uh, maybe not, the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos have made their move. And the way this works, you go with the bigger name. And so we're going to start in the Mile High City where we have learned and it has been confirmed that Sean Payton has agreed to a deal as he is going to coach the Denver Broncos, but it's how the Broncos got to Sean Payton 
which is as much a part of the story as anything else that Denver, depending on who you believe, they, they're the winner. They won the raffle. They won the, the raffle to get Sean Payton. If you want to look at it that way, the Broncos will be sending a 2023 first-round pick, a second-round pick next year, 2024, to the Saints for the privilege of paying Sean Payton a gazillion dollars, and they'll also get back a third-round pick from New Orleans next year, 2024. So there's a lot of moving parts. The higher without controversy, unless it is with controversy, there are conflicting reports on just how Denver decided to hire this coach. Adam Schefter, carrying the water for the Broncos, made it seem like Sean Payton was the choice all along, and there was little drama. Now, Ian Rappaport, who works for the Pravda News Service for the NFL, he went the other way. Who? He indicated that the Broncos made a desperate attempt to hire away 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans to be their head coach, but he rejected them to coach the Texans. More on that in a minute. (laughs) That's embarrassing. All right, so let us discuss the question, what letter grade, what letter grade do you give Sean Payton and the Broncos for this agreement? So I go to the Maller report card and my grading book, I have Sean Payton getting a C, and the Broncos get the D. Uh, Broncos get the D, like the, the logo there and their, their old helmets. So I've got convenience, headless chicken, and navy. And we will tie all of these things together, and we are going to make Rocky Mountain oysters, which is what the Broncos front office is eating right now. So A, listen, Sean Payton. Uh, I'm worried the man's going to pull a muscle here. Somebody make sure there's a trainer around Sean Payton because this feels like a reach. It feels like a reach. There was a scarcity of good jobs, as in famine. Now, to the untrained eye, Denver, the Denver football team, seemed like the cream of the crop, but upon further review, if you take out your microscope, not good, not good. The Bronco roster, you smell that? It's rotting cottage cheese. That's the Bronco roster. And Sean Payton was the hot name on the coaching search. He was the popular pick by popular people as the Super Bowl chopping coach who was available after a year hiatus on television. But this was definitely not love at first sight, even if you believe this will work out. And I don't. But if you believe this is going to work out, uh, you're delusional to think that it it was right away this is the deal we wanted. You got to file this one as a marriage of convenience. Personal gain, financial gain, strategic, hastily arranged. That's Those are terms I would use to describe Sean Payton coaching the Broncos. And it turns out we, we advised him. He didn't listen to us. Bad job by him. Uh, we advised Payton to go back and do TV again. It appears based by these actions here, based on these actions, that Sean Payton did not really want to do TV. So the the Broncos also were in a state of of flux. They were hornswoggled on the coaching circuit, so they panicked. They got desperate. I do give Sean Payton a C. I can't go lower than that because he's going to make a ton of money here. He could have waited another year, and every year there's five to ten jobs that open up in the NFL. He's making a ton of money. He already had a ton of money, so from a financial standpoint, it's a nice deal. It's the rich getting richer. But 
he's, again, he was not wasting away at the breadline, right? He, he, I don't think Sean Payton had to go cash food ration coupons. It was okay, right? And, and you got to judge it from a, sta- a standpoint of from football. This is, it's not only the Rocky Mountains, it's a rocky road. The moment Russell Wilson reached out and publicly campaigned for Sean Payton was the moment that Sean Payton should have closed the door and made sure the, bol- the door was deadbolted, but he didn't do that. So now you're in the AFC West. Welcome. Uh, you're in the same division with Patrick Mahomes, who has a chokehold on the division. It's his birthright now to win the division every year. The Chargers, who could go either way, but Justin Herbert better than your guy at quarterback. And so Denver, and who knows what the Raiders are going to do. Right now the Raiders are the worst team, but Denver is running third in the AFC West horse race at the quarterback position. Now, page two. How did the Broncos and Sean Payton actually end up consummating this relationship? So you've got Adam Schefter over here, as we said, implying that Sean Payton was the choice and there was no confusion, everything was under control, nothing to see here. And then on the other side over here, you've got Ian Rappaport going with a cluster hockey puck, if you will. So who is more believable? Toss-up question. Who do you believe on this one? Do you believe the Schefter report or the Rappaport report or none of the above? So on this one, I believe Ian Rappaport. The Schefter report, and Schefter's very good at what he does, but this was a sanitized report. It's like it came from the Broncos and Sean Payton's PR people. Uh, We buy the crude, unprocessed, very dramatic version of from the rap sheet. It's much more believable, and I'll tell you why. Right? The Broncos' ownership was running around like Mike the Headless Chicken here, all over the map. My evidence, you don't need my evidence, it was, it was on the public record. If Sean Payton wanted to coach in Denver, and that was the job that he wanted, and Denver wanted Sean Payton, then riddle me this, Batman, why did it take this long? Right? If it was love at first sight, it would have been bada-bing, bada-boom. Easy peasy. Instead, it wasn't like that. It was a long, winding country road. Again, I go back to a marriage of convenience, as we highlighted earlier. The Broncos, I'm not sure they wanted D'Amico Ryans, but I know they didn't want, at first, Sean Payton. They they, Certainly believable. They talked to D'Amico Ryans. They whiffed on that. They dabbled with Jim Harbaugh. Those reports came out over the weekend. Hello? Harbaugh said, no bueno. And stayed in Ann Arbor. So that was a dead-end situation. So it's getting late. Clock running down. Fourth quarter. You're running the two-minute offense. The walls are starting to cave in. You're running around like Mike the Headless Chicken. You're the the new owner. You're the Walmart owner of the Broncos and all that. Woo! We got that Walmart money. You're running around. The tick, 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 tick. Yeah, and so you decide. You know what you decide? You say, you know what we're going to do here? We're going to be just like that popular gift from Nickelodeon, that cartoon, the Fairly Odd Parents. You know the one with the two deckhands, the sailors who are shoveling money into the uh, incinerator on the ship? You've seen that one, right? Yeah. That's what the Broncos have decided to do. The Walmart ownership following, I should say not following, the great value branding that you get at Walmart there because this is some expensive frozen vegetables. Now, it's not my money. It's their money. and They have the right to burn it all they want. But it does get the vibe, you get the vibe out of Denver that the Broncos are throwing good money after bad and that they're settling. There's a lot of settling going on 
with the Broncos, it's a yearly tradition. They get the consolation prize. Last year, Denver, you know who they wanted a quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. That's who they wanted. How do we know they wanted Aaron Rodgers? They hired Aaron Rodgers' cabana boy as the coach. The guy had no business being a coach. He proved it by sucking at the job. And Aaron Rodgers didn't end up going to Colorado. So they had to settle for the broken-down Russell Wilson. And they were so giddy, they signed him to a massive contract, sight unseen. And now this year, whether it was Jim Harbaugh or D'Amico Ryans, whoever it was, they wanted somebody else. They had to settle for Sean Payton. Now, as far as the draft picks, people are making a big deal. They're all in a tizzy because of the draft picks. I'm FM picks guy. I don't care about the picks. I don't think it's a good fit. You know, draft picks, you get a new crop every year. You can replace them. It is a renewable asset. It's uh, no big deal, right? But it is an odd juxtaposition that two years in a row, they don't get the quarterback they want. Now they, they don't get the coach they want. It's a wild. All right, now last word here. Will Sean Payton end up winning a Super Bowl in Denver? See, the only way this works is for Sean Payton to win a Super Bowl. Those are the stakes. I didn't make the rules. Those are the rules. The Rams gambled. They went all in. I trade a bunch of draft picks uh, to get Matthew Stafford, the Super Bowl winning quarterback now, and they spent all this money and resources to bring in Vaughn Miller and all these other players, but they won. So it worked. And they'll suck for a couple years, but they'll be good eventually down the line. And the Broncos, if I'm wrong and they win, fine. But they got to win. They got to win one Super Bowl for this to work out, right? With Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Looking into my crystal ball, I'm shaking my head no. The crystal ball uh, says no, and I'm never wrong about these things. I'm a, I'm a friend of Nostradamus and a distant relative of Nostradamus. Now, the Broncos, should they be a playoff team? Sure. They should have been a playoff team last year, right? Uh, and even the playoffs is not a guarantee, as we saw this past year. So Sean Payton is like a, a Navy salvage operation division project here that he should hire somebody for the Navy because his quarterback is lost in a sea of mistakes. And you, you, you turn to that deep ocean search and recovery, and you, there's some oil, like an oil spill out there. you got to abate the oil spill. So salvage and recovery for Russell Wilson. And everyone's just saying, oh, it's going to be a great reawakening, hearing a lot of that, career renaissance. I'll believe it when it happens. And not just one game or a couple of good games. It's going to be, it's going to be a couple of months of good football. Uh, not a good game here or a good game there. I'm not holding my breath. The roof ceiling, if you will, for Russell Wilson, big ticket, big contract, average results. The big money, broken down quarterback, getting long in the tooth, who's got delusion, delusions of, of grandeur. Right? Mr. Unlimited, Mr. Unlimited, very limited. And is Sean Payton going to mess around? Sure. There's only so much meddling and tweaking and twisting, and turning that one can do. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Now, Peyton is a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. I believe that a dog trainer is a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. Regardless of that, it's it's not saying much, but Sean Peyton, divine intervention, whatever it is, maybe he can can channel Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and and, and solve Russell Wilson, but good luck. (laughs) Making making the cash, the cash over there, good Mr. for him. Mr. Mr. Unlimited. You got to be unlimited. The only people I know that get raises are in sports 
and Wall Street and politics. That's it. I don't. Did anyone else get raises? I don't know. All right. Anyway, it is the Ben Maller Show. Oh, you can go to sleep. Yeah. Well, no, no. We got plenty of. We'll be here all night. Don't go to bed. Uh, plenty of time. time for y'all go to bed. Yeah. I'm still upset with Russell Wilson because I did a great Maller monologue. I was praising the Seahawks years ago for not caving in to Russell Wilson and paying him the big money. And during the monologue, that's what where that sound came from. Russell Wilson. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. Yeah, right. As I am celebrating the Seahawks for not signing him, they said. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oops, it happened again. They hired another coach in Houston. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere denizens as we kick at an open door coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and voiceforously powerful microphones of fsr emanating live from the seats the cheap seats of broadcasting we are broadcasting live from the tire studios tire will help you Get there, an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the NFL H-Town, the location for the third consecutive year. We are doing a Maller monologue about the Houston Texans hiring a new head coach. If you would like to laugh, go back and play the news conferences from the last two years when the owner and the GM get up there and talk about how it's going to work. This is going to be great, blah, blah, blah. We really like this coach. This, this is a great hire. And uh, then a year later, they fire the coach. Now, if you didn't see this, and perhaps not, you might want to move within earshot here because, uh, well, you are. You're listening. You can hear it. Uh, so if you missed it, we got you covered here. It is official. The Texans have selected D'Amico Ryans as their new head coach. Who? Uh, Ryans, you might have seen him during the playoffs, the 49ers getting all the way to the conference championship game. He spent the last six seasons in the Bay and the 49er coaching staff, the last two as the defensive guru. So last two is the defensive guru. He agrees to a six-year contract. In Houston, Ryans was drafted by the Texans out of Alabama in the second round of the draft way back in 06 before Alabama became Alabama again. Uh, And then he was the defensive rookie of the year as a player. He made some Pro Bowls and had a successful run with the Houston Texans, was later traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he is back in Houston as the coach of the Texans. So let us discuss the question. What made D'Amico Ryans such a popular pick on the coaching circuit? Skyrocketing up. All right, so I've got homecoming, HGTV, and industry standard. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a trash can which is what the baseball team in Houston uses to cheat. All right. Uh, now, number one. Number one. The sweet 
aroma of defense. 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 The NFL's an offensive league, but the, uh, the, the, the 49ers' defense was great, wonderful, all that. They didn't win. Their quarterback got hurt. But that smell, the nectar of the gods, D'Amico Ryan's, beneficiary, he's benefiting from the fruits of the labor of the Niners defense. Make no mistake here that any coach that gets promoted, whether you're an offensive coach, you can thank your your quarterback defensively. In this case, uh, D'Amico Ryan's riding the coattails of Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, and all the other players, some you've heard of, some you haven't heard of, in San Francisco making it possible. But every year, there is one coach who gets circled as the homecoming king of the coaching carousel. Last year, it was Brian Dable with the Giants, and the Giants did make the playoffs. In 2021, for many, it was Brandon Staley with the Chargers. Fresh off the Rams succeeding, winning the Super Bowl, and Brandon Staley, the toast and all that, and wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Now, D'Amico Ryans is the guy. He's the guy uh, this year, 38 years old, former player, as we talked about, another member of the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree getting a head coaching job. You, it's got, you got one side, Sean McVay, who's got many more than Shanahan, but Shanahan, who's been around for a few years, is starting to, to develop the branches on his coaching tree. The other Kyle Shanahan disciples are Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala. Those coaches have a combined winning percentage of 392 in the NFL. So we're sure D'Amico Ryans will make that better unless he won't. The, the biggest comparison has to be Robert Sala because Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator in San Francisco before Ryans. San Francisco had back-to-back top five defenses under his tutelage with the Niners. So he runs off to coach the Jets. And it's been the same old, same old. Yeah, the Jets won a few more games this year. But other than delivering Tony Robbins-like motivational speeches, the Jets are still not making the playoffs. Not much has changed in that regard. They don't have a quarterback. And uh, he says a lot of positive stuff, and he's a good quote and all that, but hasn't turned the ship around or the plane around in New York. Now, page two. How come many members of the NFL media are so positive gung-ho, if you will, for the Texans' job. Looking at the bright side, sunny days are here again in Houston. Now, I find this bizarre on one hand because the Texans have been a bottom-feeding franchise. You don't need me to tell you that. Just watch the NFL draft. They're near the top every year for several years. It's been a desolate wasteland. The roster is devoid of elite playmakers. The owner is wobbly, as they said in the, the Great Gatsby. Uh, you got old money versus new money, and Cal McNair's got old money. He inherited his wealth from uh, the old man there and the NFL team. He didn't earn it. Uh, he didn't earn it, and he's there, and he's running it like a guy that didn't earn the money and doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, the, the reason for optimism with the Texans, here's the way I look at it, and the reason people are selling it is because a, they're supposed to do it. Right? You're cheerleaders for the NFL. A lot of these people work for NFL properties. But Houston, the big selling point would be, oh, it's a blank canvas. It's like Sean Payton took the Denver job, and he stuck with his, this dead weight at quarterback 
And, and so that's a debacle, right? But in Houston, you don't have that. You have nothing. It's like HGTV. It's a fix, fixer-upper, right? Bring in Chip and uh, Joanna Gaines there. And they can design and renovate and all that. And, uh, you know, the real estate vernacular, you can, you can use that fixer-upper, however you want to say it, because uh, there's a bunch of draft picks. But to me, I'm not excited about the draft picks. I'm not as excited about the Texans because listen, I don't know whether D'Amico Ryans can coach or not. We won't know until he actually does it. And uh, we'll find out shortly enough because if you don't get the job done right away, you don't last that long, although it's a little different in his situation because of the length of the contract. Now, speaking of that, the final point, all right, final point, why did D'Amico Ryans end up with a six-year deal from Houston? How did that happen? He has no coaching experience uh, as a head coach. He had only coached for one organization, the 49ers. It's not like he bounced around to a bunch of different teams working his way up the ladder. So, Ryan, we mentioned earlier, Ryan's is the the beneficiary of having the ability to coach guys like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and guys like that, but also the beneficiary of the miserable failures of the previous Texans coaching hires. Back to back and belly to belly. Belly whoppers. Uh, and I'm talking about David Culley, who got the big check to go away. Lovey Smith, who got paid a lot of money. They were both given golden parachutes to leave after one year. And now, D'Amico Ryans is the latest to get a slush fund from Cal McNair. And the Texans had no choice because that job, the Houston football team, dead man's land, a coaching graveyard of late, and it was deemed career suicide yeah, you'll win a lot of money, and that's a great thing, but you better make sure it's enough money to last you because you'll never get another crack, another bite of the apple, if you will. Now, the, the six-year contract, it's not that outrageous when you think about the Texans' blow, and that has become the industry standard when your team sucks. When you are swimming in waters that have high toxicity, you got to give the money out. A six-year contract, a lot of money. That's how it worked. Kyle Shanahan, when he went to the 49ers, he got a six-year contract to start because the 49ers at that time had blown through Jim Harbaugh, Jim Tom Sula, who famously farted at a news conference, Chip Kelly over three the last three years, and so they gave Kyle Shanahan a six-year contract. The Detroit Lions, when they hired Dan Campbell a couple years ago, they gave him a six-year contract before the 2021 season because they had a revolving door with they had Jim Caldwell there and Matt Patricia, and so they gave Campbell a huge deal. And now that's how they're doing it in Houston. D'Amico Ryans gets a sweetheart deal. He wins the Texas lottery. It'll be paid out over the next six years, whether he wins a bunch of games or not. And he, I know he's got the, the blessing of J.J. Watt, which means nothing. Because they are buddies, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't want to value. I don't. I, I should say I don't value. I've never valued the opinion of. If you ask a friend, it's like asking a college kid's mom what they think of their son. Uh, you know the answer, right? I mean, you know the answer. They're gonna gonna sing the praises, but you, you know that's just the way it works. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week. 
to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Hoop Dalu. New York Jets running back Brees Hall went viral over the weekend for saying that the Jets will be the non-playoff team that makes it into the postseason next year. Ben, can the Jets do it? Well, can they do it? Yes. Will they do it? Probably not. Like, they have to find a quarterback who can chew gum and walk at the same time. That's been a problem for them for my entire life. They have some playmakers. They got some guys on defense that are emerging, but uh, it's a, that's a long road to, to, to crawl down if you're the Jets. But if I look at the AFC, I look at the, 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 the bottom teams, Dolphins, Chargers, and Ravens, not a guarantee to make the playoffs next year. Those are wild card spots that are up for grabs, but until the Jets get a quarterback, forget about it. Next! Andy Reid has now passed Tom Landry for number two all-time when it comes to postseason wins by a head coach. Ben, when it's all said and done, where will Andy Reid rank among the best NFL coaches of all time? So he's already among the all-time greats. If you look at what he did, he 20 years in the NFL, coaching Philly and Kansas City. He made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. But this is a massive pivot point for Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. He's 1-2 in Super Bowls right now. You win, you're 2-2, two two, fine. You lose, you're 1-3, and three, and your old team has already won two Super Bowls since you left with two different quarterbacks. That's a bad look. And you'd have a losing record uh, with, uh, with Mahomes in these big games. So that, that, would, not be, uh, that would not be ideal for Andy Reid. But he's all time, one of, you know, already one of the all-time greats. Next! There's been some debate about what the Chicago Bears will do with the number one pick in this year's draft. Ben, do you think they'll trade it away? No! Here's what you do. The move for the Bears is to trade Justin Fields. He's got a short shelf life. These top quarterbacks are projected to have a longer run. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, either one of those guys, both projected as top five picks. Justin Fields, he's got value because of the sizzle reel, but he's a terrible passer. He averaged 149 yards passing per game. He's a hell of a runner, but he hasn't established himself as a passer. And if I'm the Bears, I trade him, get draft picks for him, and then keep the number one pick. How did we do? I actually agree with you. You passed this edition. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Yes. You didn't think I was going to win. I won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Into the kitchen we go. We all got to eat, right? Sports fans got to eat. We go into the kitchen. This is an FSR exclusive. Nobody else has this content. Nobody. No, we're not cooking with gas. We're cooking with Roberto, a self-made man. He did not go to some culinary institute. No, no, no. He learned from his dear old mom authentic recipes from the old country mixed with his own proprietary blend. Cooking with Roberto. That's right, big man. Today we're going to make some French toast. I like giving Yummy. Out this, I like giving out this recipe once a year. It's French toast is greater than pancakes. I don't care what anybody says. The French toast is greater than the pancake. Well, you do get more quantity with the pancake, but the quality is with the French toast. The, the yep. Ooey gooey goodness. Oh. Exactly. All right. My mom hey. taught me how to make French toast, but I learned how to make it better than my mom. Yeah, what take you do. that, mom. Yeah. Take that. Better. 
more delicious. Right. Finger licking good. This is the French toast, just like the French toast you'll get any restaurant. So you're going to do it make, it, make it yourself, make it for your kids. Delicious. This is right. better than any restaurant. Exactly. Because you're making it yourself at exactly. home. Exactly. You're saving money. You're not spending 10 bucks on French toast. Yeah, no. 10 bucks on French toast. No, it's like $12 because you got oh, to get the now? eggs and you got to get the, oh. the sausage and the bacon. You got to get you the know. potatoes on the side. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, I got you. All right. Gotcha. So very simple stuff here. We need eight slices of brioche bread. We're going to do the whole. We're going we're gonna to buy a, a loaf of bread. We're going to do the whole loaf. All right. That's a lot of bread. All right. Do yeah. it. All right. Four, do it. Just do it. Four, buy the bread. Four large brown eggs. All right. Okay. Half a cup of heavy whipping cream. That's need, the most expensive part, the eggs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. like cocaine out there now. It's like, Dude, I've been what? to Costco multiple times recently. They haven't had any eggs. They've oh, that's terrible. Those out. eggs are so good at Costco. I love them. It's eggs. nuts, man. It's nuts. All right. So you got the, the eggs. What else? Have a, half a cup of heavy whipping, heavy whipping cream. All right. Half a cup. One tablespoon of sugar. One tablespoon yeah. of pure vanilla extract, of course. Yeah, One absolutely. tablespoon of ground cinnamon. A quarter right. teaspoon of ground nutmeg. All right. Two tablespoons okay. of butter or pan for or pan cooking spray or cooking spray of your, your of your choice. Pinch of salt, some powdered sugar, and some maple syrup. All right. That's it. That's all you need, right there. That's all you need for the French toast, baby. Yeah. That powdered sugar is yeah. powerful. Yeah, you got the pot cinnamon. Yeah. For the powdered sugar. Ooh, the powdered sugar. Oof, delicious. All right, very simple stuff. In a large mixing bowl, we will whisk together the eggs, heavy whipping okay. cream, vanilla okay. extract, sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, and the pit and the pinch of salt. All right, just a pinch. That's it, and the pinch of salt. All Mix right. that all together. In a large skillet over medium heat, add some pan cooking spray or or some butter, whatever you like. All right. Sometimes the butter burns too fast, so you're 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 choosing. All right. yeah, pick your poison. Pick, pick your, your poison. Pick your poison. Exactly. All right. Exactly. And we're gonna work in batches here because you know it's a lot of. It's, it's uh, we're doing a whole. We're doing a whole loaf of bread here, brioche. And and to have the the best quality French toast, it's got to be brioche bread. Yes. All right? This is a got to be the brioche experience. That's a lot of bread. Is it brioche brioche? I don't know. Brioche brioche. Whatever you want. All right. You say it's. Uh, you say tomato. I say tomato. Exactly. All right. Uh, so working in batches, coat bread with egg the, with the egg cream mixture. All right. And okay. and place in a heated skillet. Cook until each side is golden, about two to three minutes per side. All right. right? All Simple right. stuff. Got that? Got you need it. me to repeat it one more time? No, I think I got, you got it. it. I don't know that you need to repeat right. it. I think I'm uh, All right. good on that. Yeah, I'll get that covered. Yeah. When serving, sprinkle some powdered sugar on each piece of French toast. Add some and, butter. And you know presentation's important. Oh, exactly. Make yeah. this look as That's cool. why you got to have the powdered sugar this- on it, the presentation, baby. Because right. a lot of eating, Roberto, and you know this, you taught me this, is is how the food looks. It tastes better when yeah. it looks good, right? Yeah, a lot of the stuff they put on top, you know, like the garnish is all to make it look beautiful, make your plate look beautiful. So exactly. put that powdered sugar on top, baby. All right? Just a little bit. Just a little, it's bit. A little bit. When serving, sprinkle some powdered sugar on each piece of French toast. Add some butter, maple syrup, and enjoy. Just like that, you got some homemade French toast, baby. And, and you don't have to just make it for breakfast. Oh, hell no. Oh, I like this. Lunch, yeah, lunch. Dinner, a snack, Boom. whatever you want. Cooking with Roberto. Yeah, baby. Make it today. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And we will play Password, the word game of the stars right now. Let's welcome in our contestants. We've got 
Let's see here. Who do we want to have play? We've got Aaron in Pennsylvania who's going to play. Hello, Aaron. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me on the show. This is great. I've heard your concerns about the game, so I'm here to save the games. All right. The man is trying to save the games. He's doing his good public service act here. You're giving back to the community, Aaron. Good job by you. Yeah. All right. At what part of Pennsylvania are you in there, sir? Uh, Central Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, state capital. Look at that. Where all the action is, all the politicians hang out in Harrisburg, right there. All right. Hold on a sec, Aaron, and you are going to play our game. All right, pick door number one, door number three, Eddie. Door number one or door number three? Uh, Let's go number one, number one. Number one. All right, you pick Dan in St. Louis. Hello, Dan. Hey, good morning, Ben. How are you? Good morning, Dan. How's everything in St. Louis this morning? It's cold as could be. Well, it's supposed to be, isn't it? That's usually how it works, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's to be expected. And what do you have going on with yourself this morning, Dan? Ah, uh, just uh, getting ready for work. All right. What kind of work do you do? I work at a big uh, construction company. No, oh, cool. All right. Well, good luck, Aaron. Who do you want to partner up with? You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, or Roberto, or Coop. Oh, there's only one choice. You, Ben. That's right. Exactly, Aaron. All right, Dan. You're stuck with Eddie, who cheats, Roberto, or Coop? Uh, give me Eddie, who cheats. Oh, how dare you. How dare <laughs> you. What a terrible choice. All right, well, let's play the game here, gentlemen. The way this works, we have a list of words. If you can see these words in front of me, you are clearly cheating. Do not cheat. That would be inappropriate. That would be wrong. You should not do that. Do not do that. Uh, and Aaron, Aaron, you, you were on the air first, so please pick a number 1 to 10, please. Number one. All right. That's a a fine choice. Uh, That's how we say that around here. Uh, Absolutely. Let's go with, let's see here. I think I can, I can't use that. Uh, No, I think I can use that. Uh, How about uh, spaghetti? Pasta. Yeah, there you go. That's my man. All right. Good job by you. Ten. You want to quit right now, Eddie? Well, you would like that, wouldn't you? You it's should like, quit. You're not gonna, you have no chance. Only this you quit good, the games. Eddie. I actually compete and play. I got a good guy, Eddie. This guy knows what he's doing. This guy, Aaron, he's no. sharp. He probably runs Pennsylvania this All right, guy. move along. All right, uh, go ahead. You're up, Eddie, with Dan. Pick a number, Dan, between uh, two and ten. Number seven. All right, number seven. Number seven, Eddie. Hurry yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop, chop. <clears throat> Hold on. Chop, chop. Um, Boy. Chop, chop. It's a tough one. Uh, oh I'll go. God, uh, it's so simple. Shut up. Press. Press. Press? Yeah, press. Press. Um, smash. No. Uh, no. How about squeeze? Crush. No. All right. We how about with 10 points? Uh, we went to nine. Now it's to eight points. Eight points for this one. How about twist? Press? No. All right, this is a tough one. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to use a reverse Maller maneuver. Do you know the Maller maneuver, Aaron? You're aware of that? The Maller, the Maller maneuvers. Yes, usually, sir. All right, we usually lead usually lead into the word. Uh, Hurry up, Eddie. But this is going to be the reverse Maller maneuver. So I'm going to go uh, hitter. Pinch. No, oh, 
he got it! He worked! The reverse battle maneuver worked, and he Aaron's great! Well, yeah, you basically gave him a, a d definition of no, what you were no, going to do. No, he Yeah, this is how this is how what we normally what we normally do with the Mallard maneuver, but we're going to reverse this. This guy's a brigadier general. Yeah, that was kind of cheating. Oh, Roberto, even Roberto said cheating. Disqualified. I said hit her. The guy got pinched from hitter. Roberto says you cheated. Oh, you're trying to cheat again. I see what you're Roberto, doing. Roberto said you cheated. Come on, come on. Roberto said you cheated. That's 17 nothing. God, Still got time. Disqualified. Eddie, Eddie's getting smoked. How is that disqualified, Peter? Right, we're up. Nah, they're losers. Don't worry about that, man. We're winners. Uh, pick a number, Aaron. Not one, not seven. Five. A, number five. Uh, all right, let's go... Uh, Let's see here. I think this, uh, yeah, this is, uh, how about, uh, redo. Oh. Well, don't Aaron? stall or anything. Out I mean, of time. It's not like oh, we're out of time. time. Aaron, you lost. The delay of game, we're stalling. You're a loser, Garson. And, and, and Sorry, that's a forfeit. Aaron, you're a winner. The delay of game, too much like time was used. Show. That guy's so good, Aaron. Forfeit, Ben Guy should be running to Keystone State that I win. Unbelievable. Got a murder, got a loser, Garcia. You lost. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 